140423, a rendering of each of seven episodes. Episode number one, A Year with the Church Fathers. If you want faith, practice patience. Tertullian, one of the founders of Christian theology, tells us that the new law demands patience. Without patience, there can be no faith. Patience comes both after and before faith. Abraham believed God, but it was patience that tested his faith when he was told to sacrifice his son. Such a burdensome commandment would not have pleased the Lord if it had been carried out perfectly, but he patiently heard it and would have obeyed it if it had been God's will. He certainly deserved to be called blessed because he was faithful, and he deserved to be called faithful because he was patient. So faith, illuminated by patience, when it was spreading through the nations through Abraham's seed, which is Christ, and was aiding grace over the law, made patience her main helper for deepening and fulfilling the law, because that was all that was missing from the teaching of righteousness. In the old days, people demanded an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, and to repay evil for evil. Patience was not yet on the earth, because faith was not on the earth either. Of course, impatience made full use of the opportunities the law gave it. That was easy when the Lord and Master of Patience was not here. But now that he has come and put the grace of faith together with patience, we are no longer allowed to attack someone even with a word, not even to call someone a fool without facing the danger of judgment. The law found more than it lost when Christ said, Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven. Matthew chapter 5, verses 44 and 45. This most important commandment summarizes in a word the universal discipline of patience, since it does not allow us to do evil even to people who deserve it. Tertullian on Patience, chapter 6. In God's presence, consider what things try my patience in my life. What does Christ really want to do about these things? Closing prayer. Father, I know that in your mysterious providence, I am called to share in the sufferings of your Son. Grant me a spirit of patience so that I may always be a true and faithful witness to your promises. Episode number two, Through the Year with Thomas Merton. The problem of love. The whole problem of our time is the problem of love. How are we going to recover the ability to love ourselves and to love one another? The reason why we hate one another and fear one another is that we secretly, or openly, hate and fear our own selves. And we hate ourselves because the depths of our being are a chaos of frustration and spiritual misery. Lonely and helpless, we cannot be at peace with others because we are not at peace with ourselves. And we cannot be at peace with ourselves because we are not at peace with God the living bread. Episode number three, Magnificat, April 2023, volume 25, number one. Item number one, a reading from the gospel 
according to John chapter 21 verses 1 through 14. Jesus revealed himself again to his disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. He revealed himself in this way. Together were Simon Peter, Thomas called Didymus, Nathaniel from Cana in Galilee, Zebedee's sons, and two others of his disciples. Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. They said to him, We also will come with you. So they went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. When it was already dawn, Jesus was standing on the shore, but the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, Children, have you caught anything to eat? They answered him, No. So he said to them, Cast the net over on the right side of the boat, and you will find something. So they cast it, and were not able to pull it in because of the number of fish. So the disciples, whom Jesus loved, said to Peter, It is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that he was the Lord, he tucked in his garment, for he was lightly clad, and jumped into the sea. The other disciples came in the boat, for they were not far from the shore, only about a hundred yards, dragging the net with the fish. When they climbed out on the shore, they saw a charcoal fire with the fish on it and bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish you just caught. So Simon Peter went over and dragged the net ashore, full of 153 large fish. Even though there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come, have breakfast. And none of the disciples dared to ask him, Who are you? Because they realized it was the Lord. Jesus came over and took the bread and gave it to them, and in like manner the fish. This was now the third time Jesus was revealed to his disciples after being raised from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Item number two, meditation of the day, recognizing the Lord. You will not be intimate with Jesus unless you know how well and know him as he is. The story of John, the beloved, resting upon his heart must be your story. John chapter 13, verses 23. Why was St. John so audacious with Jesus? Because it was he who knew Jesus best. On the breast of the Master, he learned to know him still better. The better he knew him, the more he leaned upon his heart. And the more he leaned upon his heart, the better he knew him. He certainly knew him better than the others. Recall the scene of the miraculous draft of fish. The apostles had fished all night and caught nothing. In the morning, someone appeared on the shore who cried to them, Throw the net to the right! They threw the net to the right side and instantly took up a great quantity of fish. Immediately, St. John recognized him. It is the Lord. These are the intuitions of the heart. It is the Lord. St. Peter had not recognized him, but St. John had. In the current of your daily life, in the course of your days, you also must say, It is the Lord. Whether a contradiction or a thorn comes, it is the Lord. Whether a joy or a pleasure, it is He. I recognized Him everywhere. I see nothing anymore but Him. It is the Lord. Jesus, you may hide yourself behind secondary causes, behind creatures. You may not fool me. I shall always recognize you. Episode number six. 
God's Little Instruction Book, number 1, 2, and 3 by Honor Books. Golden Nugget, number 1, inspired by Proverbs, chapter 17, verses 22. Humor is to life what shock absorbers are to automobiles. A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dryeth the bones. Golden Nugget number 2, inspired by Proverbs chapter 18, verses 2. A man wrapped up in himself makes a very small package. A fool finds no pleasure in understanding, but delights in airing his own opinions. Golden Nugget number 3, inspired by 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 6 and 7. It isn't your position that makes you happy or unhappy, it's your disposition. But godliness with contentment is great gain, for me brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. Episode number 5. Chesterson Day by Day. As it is in politics with the especially potent man, so it is in history with the especially learned. We do not need the learned man to teach us the important things. We all know the important things, though we all violate and neglect them. Gigantic industry, abysmal knowledge are needed for the discovery of the tiny things, the things that seem hardly worth the trouble. Generally speaking, the ordinary man should be content with the terrible secret that men are men, which is another way of saying that they are brothers. Illustrated London News Episode number 6 Reflection It is befitting for a monk to love God as a son and to fear him as a slave. Naturally, this is also befitting for every Christian, even though he may not be a monk. It is a great art for anyone to unite love for God with fear of God. Many other Holy Fathers, whenever they speak of love for God, at the same time mention fear of God, and vice versa. In his homily on the perfect love, St. John Chrysostom discusses suffering and the pains of hell. Why? Because without fear, love of God imperceptibly crosses over into pride, and without love, a great fear of God leads to despair. Episode number 7 Quotes by St. Francis Assisi We have been called to heal wounds, to unite what has fallen apart, and to bring home those who have lost their way.